When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the PHNX Coyotes podcast brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top rated sportsbook. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave a five star review. I'm Leah Merrill joined by Craig Morgan and Steve Peters. Steve Peters all the way from lovely Bristol, Connecticut. Yeah, it's winter here. I don't know if anybody uh, in Arizona, we forget it's December in the East Coast. It's, uh, it's winter coat time. And Bristol's, uh, well, <laughs> yeah. well yeah, I love any time of year. <laughs> I think when you said gray, Craig, that is a great description of Bristol. Actually, the sun's shining. I, it's, there's, it's interesting out here. It's a smaller <laughs> town than people probably think, and ESPN is the majority of the town. I was saying this the other day. Uh, you hear how idyllic New England is. You know, you can you can imagine the snow-capped mountains in the you know the the Berkshires in the winter, and then the fall colors. We went to school in the Connecticut River Valley, and it was just basically gray and nasty all the time. <laughs> it was it was not the idyllic New England experience by by any stretch. Going to Wesleyan University, no, and and even more so. I don't know if you've looked at a map lately. It's a long way from Arizona to Connecticut. <laughs> <laughs> like this isn't just down the I ten with Leah Merrill. It's a long way. But you had a good American Airlines hey, experience. How does I don't work? want you to jinx it. Like I am, I was two for two. Yes. Last trip I was four for four. I'm two for two. I'm six for six with American out to Connecticut. Six for six. Piece wow. Kick. Long. I'm like, I'm like two for 11 or something. I again. I, yeah. I you got to spread the wealth for, with Craig there. No, I'm, oh no, I want to get home tomorrow. Cause I got to watch those uh, Arizona Coyotes and the New York Rangers tomorrow night. So we got to exactly. get home. Exactly. Well, Today's episode, we'll be going um, around the NHL, kind of touching on some topics there. But before we do, there was, has been some Coyotes news this week. I just want to touch on quickly, mostly injury updates um, that yesterday head coach Turney said Chickren and Dzingel will not play this week and Beagle's going to get a second opinion. And goalie Carter Hutton was on the ice during Coyotes practice yesterday. So, Craig, what do you have to say about all of the injury updates for the coyotes right now yeah um jay beagle's probably going to go for that second opinion within the next couple days i actually spoke to uh general manager bill armstrong this morning i'll have more on that in a neutral zone on wednesday uh carter hutton i while he's on the ice i don't think he's 100 percent yet so i don't think they're at the point where they have to make a decision on the goaltender um and listen if they've got other guys out, they might just keep three goalies around for a while. But I, I, at this point on December 14th, I can't see Carter Hutton. I, I can't see any reason they'd push him back before the Christmas break. So how long probably, has he been out, Craig? Like it's a long time. It's October. I'd have to add it up. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's been a long time. 
Yeah, so even if you're talking about goaltenders too, it's not like a forward. And even Schmaltz took a long time to get back. But you look at a goaltender where it's so much more imperative that their flexibility, that their strength is back because you don't want them to get hurt immediately right again. Carter Hutton to me, I don't know when he will be able to play. I just, I don't know his prep time. is. He's a long way away still, I think. And it, you've got to practice with the team. you got to get your timing back. And, and goodness, you don't want to re-injure it. So I, I don't know if we're going to see Carter Hutton in the Coyotes net anytime soon. I would think it'll be after the first of the year. Yeah, that makes sense to me too. And Chikrin and Dzingel still out? Yeah, just, uh, I mean, they're calling them day-to-day, but uh, Andre said they would not play this week. So that's that's two games. That's the Ranger game and the game at Anaheim. So after that, I'm sure they'll reevaluate. Yeah, I guess it's one bonus to having three days off between Saturday's game and Wednesday's game, just adding a little extra time. Well, Moving on to the rest of the NHL, tying into uh, not injuries per se, but sickness and COVID is it's ramping up, um, affecting the NHL, which has repercussions, not just for the team in the league, but for the Olympics as well. Literally this morning, um, Bruins forward Brad Marchand and then Matthew Barzell added to the COVID protocol list for their respective teams the calgary flames have their next three games postponed because six players and a staff member in protocol for carolina sebastian ajo and seth jar there's a name yep jarvis okay whoo it wouldn't be a podcast without me fumbling a name um in COVID 19 protocol stuck in vancouver of all places to be stuck in canada which is just brutal um I mean, I love Vancouver. No, 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 but Vancouver when you can't go. Toronto, Vancouver, uh, hatred coming out there. No, 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 no. Vancouver is literally my favorite city, but if you're stuck in a hotel room when you're in the best, like one of the best cities ever. That sounds like a Hallmark movie. Like I'd rather be stuck in a hotel in a place I didn't like because I wouldn't have like FOMO for not being able to go around. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if I'm stuck in Vancouver, I once had a 12-hour layover in Vancouver. That was the best. I just walked around for five hours. Anyway, but yeah, just a lot of COVID COVID stuff going on in the NHL, and it's going to have repercussions. I think it's 131 last I updated players in in COVID-19, and a lot of them in the last couple days. Guys, it's going to be an interesting winter, and they've been bracing us for this. If you've been watching the the health reports, there's going to be a spike in cases this winter. I don't know what this means. Uh, both, you know, we've, we've had uh, a number of canceled games already. Um, are we going to see this impact the Olympics? I'm really curious about that. Aside from, you know, the the recent players that have entered the COVID protocol in, in the games that have been canceled as a result, you know, on top of Ottawa and now Calgary losing three games. I don't know if you guys saw the Sportsnet report, Jeff Merrick talking about the COVID protocols. Yeah. If you test positive in China there is the possibility you could be stuck in China for three to five weeks. That's yep. a nightmare scenario, not just for the, for, for the players, but for an entire team for like, I, I talked to uh, Bill Armstrong about this. Like imagine he's, he's like, imagine the coyotes are in a place where we're finally one of those top teams in the league. You're, you're trying to accumulate as many points as you can for the, for the playoffs. And then, you send four guys over to the Olympics, a couple get injured, a couple get COVID, and they're stuck there for five weeks. That is not going to sit well with GMs. Uh, Merrick even talked to, I think it was Merrick or Elliot Friedman that talked to one GM off who, who didn't, didn't want to be quoted, but he said, 
I think it's selfish yeah. for players to consider going at this point. And yeah. I wonder how many people feel that way given the risks. Well, and also um, Elliot and Jeff had said that they spoke to an agent who said this was, this was the worst case scenario for the players and that there's a lot of players who are considering this. Robin Lehner came out, was, has been the only one so far to publicly come out and say like, hey, I'm not going. It wouldn't be good for me. And you have to imagine that others are too. I mean, I was even thinking, well, I don't know what I would do. It's so hard. It's the dream of representing your country for the Olympics. The players fought so hard for this after not being able to go last time. Um, I'm pro NHL players in the Olympics, but this situation is just so complex and nuanced. I don't even know what I would do. Yeah, you talked. Sorry, Petey, go ahead. No, you just talk about the, there's so many things when they, when they first started playing NHL players in the Olympics, we're talking there in North America, or at least a reasonable time zone. This is. There's so many disadvantages to playing in China, regardless of COVID. Then you put COVID on top of it. Man, I, I just, I still, you know, I hate to be a pessimist because you know how optimistic I am. But, <laughs> but, but I, I don't think, I don't see that. I don't see the possibility that they're going to play there. I just don't. I think this, this continues and more and more players going to the COVID protocol. The good news is players are not getting as sick as they did last year. Um, from what I've heard, the players that are coming down are just mild to no symptoms and testing positive, which is great. But I, I, well, I do not. Play, right? Exactly. And I don't see players going and having the possibility of missing a month in China. I just think more players are going to pull out. And I eventually think this is going to fall apart. Yeah, yeah. I don't know when we get to that point. They still have some runway. There really isn't, you know, I, I know some deadlines have been floated out there, but Bill Daly said there's actually no fast deadline. We'll see mm -hmm. how this progresses. I spoke to, and I don't know if any Coyotes are going to get selected. Look, you have these long lists, right? If you get if you get turned down by uh, players or, or if players can't go for a variety of reasons, they could be injured as well. You have to go down your list. You have to have backups. And there's some Coyotes that are on those lists, so I spoke to a couple of them, Ilya Labushkin and Clayton Keller, yesterday, and it it really is that quandary that you just talked about, Leah, of it's the dream to represent your country. You always think about this, and yet imagine getting stuck there for five weeks. You're watching your team back home starting to play again, and you can't help them. You can't be on the ice. The NHL is such a, a team-centric sport anyway. That would be, a just like I said before, a nightmare scenario for players. And Craig, one more thing with that too. If you're staying in China for three to five weeks, who pays for that? Is that the team? Is it the league? Is it the Olympic Committee? Is it the player? And it's not that you're at the Four Seasons in downtown New York City. You're in China. Like I, I don't know. There's yeah, so they many actually, challenges. Isn't there a thing where the NHL, if you get COVID, the NHL won't pay, but the IHF has a five million dollar fund. Um, to cover that. However, what they mentioned is, is that enough? I don't know. Yeah. We'll find out, I guess, if, if they actually go. And just, you know, that you, if you were in that quarantine, that it's up to local officials to decide when you could leave. And then you think about the diplomatic relationships between countries. This is all stuff that, you know, Jeff and Elliot were talking about on their podcast, but just like so many questions. And it's so interesting for weeks. We've been saying, oh, or enough NHL games going to get canceled that the NHL is going to stop the players from going. But I don't think that that's going to be the thing anymore. I don't think that will be an issue. I think if this stops, it will be led by the players. And that's pretty much what they said at the Board of Governors meeting last week, that that would be the thing that would stop it or the canceled games. But I don't 
at this point, I don't foresee the canceled games being the issue as much as the players deciding to not go. Yeah. I don't know if you guys saw the uh, with, with Calgary sending a bunch of whether it's, it's even more players in, in the COVID protocols. <laughs> Brad Tree Living, who is perhaps the best quote among all general managers in the NHL. He's he's trying to figure out all these different scenarios, trying to plan it out. He said, said my office looks like a scene from a beautiful mind right now. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I can't even imagine what this is like for a, for a GM to have to figure all this out and then throw in the Olympics. And yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll it, it, plays out. And you don't have to, you understand the general manager's responsibility is for their team. It's not for their country. I know they, the players really want to play and represent their country, but general managers are responsible for their team. So they cannot be sitting there in their offices encouraging. They, they publicly can't say anything, but they want guys to go. They want guys to stay here, use that, use that time to fill up, make games, make, make up games that you'll need to do for COVID and, and continue on their run to the playoffs. I, I I just don't know how this is going to get pulled off and to shut down the league for three weeks, man, I, I just don't know for what advantage you're not your TV live games are at two, three in the morning. I, I, I don't know if it's an advantage. GMs like coaches also are evaluated on wins and losses. So imagine you're one of these guys who's on the bubble and you lose players because of COVID over there and you lose a few more games. I mean, I, maybe that's an extreme example, but it matters. You want to have all your guys in the lineup. You want, the best chance of winning. And if you don't have some guys because they're stuck in China, that's really, really hard for a GM to swallow. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting to see how all of this unfolds over the next two months, for sure. Um, regardless of if NHL players go to the Olympics or not, there will still be Olympic hockey. Um, it's just a matter of who will be on that team. And I don't know this for sure, but I have no doubt Wow, that was really contradictory. <laughs> I don't know this for sure, but I have no doubt that you can probably bet on Olympic sports on DraftKings. I would yeah. just assume. I think That's that could cool. be fun. Imagine like betting on luge or something. <laughs> Craig's <laughs> dialed into the luge team, by the way. I'll uh, fill you guys in on some tips on that later. <laughs> <laughs> insider, insider knowledge on the luge betting scene. Um, but if you want to use DraftKings to bet on any sport you would like. Do so now this week. Sign up using that promo code PHNX when you do. Bet a dollar on any NFL team to score, and if they do, you'll receive $100 in free bets that you can use however you like. Um, DraftKings is safe, secure, reliable, easy to use. You can deposit, withdraw your money whenever you want, which is really nice. Um, I used it last night. Lost some money on the Cardinals, um, unfortunately, but then I can just take my money out and feel fine about it um, very quickly. So great sports betting app. Check it out. Um, it's like I said, it's the best one out there. And if this week use the code PHNX, bet a dollar, hundred dollars in free bets. If an NFL team scores as a reminder, that's 21 and over Arizona only gambling problem. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Coming back around to the NHL now, let's do a, a tank watch update, shall we? Coyotes still at the bottom of the standings, 12 points. Montreal just three points ahead. Montreal plays Pittsburgh tonight. Next up, Ottawa. Ottawa also plays tonight, so we'll keep tabs on those games on the tank watch. How about yeah. that Buffalo story, eh? Yeah, the Buffalo thing was crazy. 
It's it's interesting because that was a play that you, you had to watch it very closely because at first blush, it's like, okay, this is offside and the, the officials got it right and no goal. But then when you go into the nuances of actually the rule, uh, the player did not touch the puck until after the, the his teammate got back to blue and tagged up. So it should not have been called and the goal should have stood. So, yeah, will that make a difference in the end? Well, I can't imagine it will. That's going to come down to one point between the Coyotes and the Buffalo Sabres, but that I guess would you be never know. Insane. Which, for those who don't know, there was a goal in the Sabres playing the Rangers, correct? Where they called off the goal, and then the, the Buffalo ended up losing in extra time. And then the next day, the NHL came out and said, We made a mistake, which that. Something I haven't seen before. Yeah, um, exactly. And if I mean Buffalo's still eight points ahead of the Coyotes, but they're not playing well. I think they've lost seven straight and ten of eleven. Um, yeah. So Buffalo also plays tonight against the Jets. Imagine if it came down to that one point. I I, I can't. I, I really I can't. But that just seems like something that would happen to the Coyotes. Exactly. That's exactly what. <laughs> Like this random game in just early December would have repercussions on the draft lottery. Honestly, at this point, I put nothing past the Coyotes because this year has just been a shit show in every sense of the word. Yeah, and it's going to continue, I'm afraid. I don't think until until the ownership and management group come out and make a comment on next season and what the plan is, it's going to be all the speculation, yep. stories, rumors, and bullshit. So just, I hope mm-hmm. at some point they come out and say, here's the plan. Here's what we're doing. And I don't think they know. I really still think there's a large segment inside that organization that thinks they can get back to Glendale, that this is just negotiations. Maybe they'll prove me wrong, but I don't think that's the case. I think the, the Glendale city council has moved on and I don't think that they're accepting it. And if they don't, have that possibility. I mean, I, again, I laid this all out. They just don't have many options. Like I, that, that three arena option or two arena option in Tucson and Prescott is insanity. Players would hate it. Uh, agents would hate it. I'm not sure how the PA would feel about it. Uh, I know coaches would hate it. The staff would hate it. So it really comes down at that point to the Coliseum and you got to sink some money and some time into that to get it yep. ready. So boy, yeah, make a decision here. Get cracking. Yep. And if you haven't listened to uh, yesterday's podcast, Craig and I went through all of those scenarios um, on yesterday's audio episode. You can find that wherever you get your podcasts. And mention this too, but Craig also has a written story breaking that all down, as well as a story just on the Coliseum and what that would take. So be sure to check those out um, online at gophnx.com. Become a member to get access, get a shirt when you sign up. Um, 50 cents for your first month if you just want to try month to month. It's a lot of perks to being a member. Join our family. We love we love our members so much. We're so grateful for all of you. And check out the PHNX locker. It's holiday season. Get some merch for your sports fans in your life if you want to be a little more creative for them. And this year, more than any, with all of the unknowns and everything going on with the Coyotes and the arena and where they're going to play, honestly, if you want to hear that news first, this is the place you're going to hear it. You're going to find it from Craig and his written articles, and you only find that by being a member. Exactly. Um, So, again, we'll continue to keep tabs on all of that, but 
man oh man what a situation um and does the schedule get easier craig right now for the coyotes i know the rangers come in tomorrow night and the rangers <laughs> are one of the top teams in the eastern conference so so after that you're looking at the ducks canucks and seattle so you got three teams the ducks it, Trust the ducks me, have I, been hot. Ducks are hot, and when their young talent is is on fire and their goaltending is good, this is a good team that might make the playoffs. Can't believe we're talking playoffs about the Ducks. Uh, Vancouver's got a little boost from Bruce Boudreau. Will that last? I don't know. And then Seattle, and both of those, all three of those games are on the road for the Coyotes. So, are they winnable? Uh, I mean, maybe. Seattle probably is. Um, I, I don't know. Anaheim's playing really well, and Vancouver has, has definitely heated up. Thatcher Demko's playing really well. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't even know how to define easy for the Coyotes anymore. I know. I know and, and then it's like, does it matter? Like, I don't know. And the tank watch at this point, it's just like, I think also just all the news. I'm just so dejected. And even thinking. Parts. Go ahead. And even thinking about the draft lottery, okay, like let's just say the Coyotes do get the first overall pick, and how can I be excited for a, a future prospect if I don't know the team's future where they're going to even be playing? So it's just yeah. a hard time to be a, a Coyotes fan right now, I think. I got to tell you, it's 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 a really weird feeling covering games now and just basically acknowledging there's no significance to what I'm watching. For the coaches, you know, you want to see some development of players. You're looking for certain things. Again, developing that culture that they want to have uh, down the road when when they're ready to win again, when they're ready to compete again. But as a media member watching these games, what are you supposed to take from them? You know what, what what's trying to be done out on the ice there. And you know these games just don't mean anything in the grand scheme of things. It's It's a really weird place to be as a reporter that's covered this team for a long time. And let's take from the reporter too. Let's go to the fans. Like, what, what are their expectations? And we talked just what Leah said is exactly right. Like, you talk about the future in three to five years, and Wright and Bedard, and all of these great prospects, and all the things that could happen. But where? Like, <laughs> is is it another city? Is it honestly? It's like compared to Oceanside for ASU versus their new building. It's watching an NCAA tournament in a rink built for peewees and mites. Is that what, what we're going to see for the Coyotes in a poor facility that doesn't suit the National Hockey League? And you're going to see players like Bedard and, and Shane Wright out on an ice surface in in Tucson. And our fans are going to have to watch on TV. I, I honestly, I don't know, and that's why it's so imperative for this fan base to get some clarity. I, I know for the coaches and players and staff, they're going to roll with it. They're going to go wherever they're told to go. Here's the bus, go. And that's just the way their life will be because that's what they signed up for. But the fan base deserves to know where this team is going to play. And I hope they get some clarity sooner rather than later. And I'm with you, Craig. I don't think it's coming. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Man, we're we're all being so optimistic th- today. <laughs> Cheer. Christmas cheer. Look at that. It's we're reflecting the gray Bristol weather. <laughs> Just pretty gray here, right? But I know it's kind of gray here. Yeah. In uh in Arizona. I'll be there in like morning. 24 hours. I'll be back. Can't wait. <laughs> 30 hours. Barring oh, American man. Airlines. Well, once again, just uh wrapping up the news around the league, just some major injuries for some major players on teams uh toronto's mitch marner out two to three weeks with a shoulder injury winnipeg's blake wheeler out weeks with a knee injury Braden point and nikita kucherov out until the new year for tampa nicholas backroom out for washington and uh 
He could be back on Wednesday. We'll see. Oh, okay. On the season, and, yeah. And then Colorado's Jacob McDonald, uh, alert responsive, has full movement after taking a big hit Sunday night against the Florida yes, Panthers. That was nasty. Which is a scary yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. Really scary. So a lot of significant injuries around the NHL. And it's another thing when we talk about that Olympic break, the condensed schedule makes games, you know, you're playing games more often, more frequently. Is that leading to more injuries? And I don't know. I'm sure it's going to be looked at. Then if you're an injured player that is potentially on one of these rosters for one of these teams for the Olympics, do you go, gosh, I'm hurt a little bit. I could maybe play or I could stay home for three weeks and make sure my body heals. I I, I just, I don't know. The Again, it all ties back to the Olympics for me. And I, and I don't know. Um, if there are guys they're going to miss, I know Robin Lehner said mental health, but there's going to be guys that miss because of physical health. This game, when you're playing three and four at this pace and this speed, guys are going to get hurt. And that's what we're seeing happen. And, and I hate when the stars of the game are not playing because yeah. you want to see the best on best. And unfortunately, uh, you got the Carolina Hurricanes playing tonight without their leading scorer, Sebastian Ajo, because he has COVID. Like, so it's injuries, it's in- illnesses. You want the best players to be playing every night, and I, and I I hope everybody can get back on the ice for the playoff runs, but I think they only do that if they don't play in the Olympics. And here's another thing that we haven't even brought up, not just the Olympics, but the NHL is still holding an all-star game this year, which usually in Olympic years in the past, they haven't done that. Um, it's scheduled for the weekend of February 5th in Las Vegas. I mean, you would have to imagine that players are that are being considered for the Olympics are the ones that would also be considered for the all-star games. So like, do you do, but like, where do you go with that? Do you do both? Do you opt out and take the one game suspension for opting out of playing in the all-star game? I mean, do you take the risk of going to Las Vegas and possibly exposing yourself to COVID and all these things? It's just like so many major questions that I just don't know how to answer. Is the did I haven't even looked actually? Is the is the suspension still in intact for this season, even when there are Olympics? I didn't I didn't look. I just know that's been a rule in the past. Um, I can look into that though. It's nuts. But PD, <laughs> if you're playing in Las Vegas, there's a much greater likelihood that players may choose to go this year. <laughs> Turns out that's a little more fun than some of the other NHL cities, and there are players <laughs> that might go, "Hey, I get to go an expense." all expense paid trip to Vegas. And we're hearing some of the all-star competition games might be played on the strip. What that is, I have no idea, but I tell you the marketing geniuses at the NHL are coming up with something fun. So I think players are less likely to skip this year's all-star game just because of its location, but we'll see. I think players that haven't even been selected to the all-star game could (laughs) end up in Vegas. So I think we'll be up there. (laughs) Who? Phil Kessel. <laughs> I don't know. Phil Kessel, how about PHNX? Can we do a can we do a live remote from the All-Star game this year? <laughs> Leah, get on that at the office. <laughs> um, I think that the one game suspension is still in effect, but this is as of 2020, so I'm not positive, but I haven't seen anything to contradict that. But man, what a year. A full of challenges and and we're only a third of the way through. Not even. <laughs> It's only December. It's not even the new year yet. If we if this was a, a a live show, we'd pull up our punch card to see where we are. But we know we filled out three rows, but there's more than that to go. So we're all feeling that that uh, gray, gloomy weather, the gray, gloomy thing of covering the coyotes, of cheering for the coyotes. And it's just 
the NHL and the Olympics and the all-star game. I just don't know. I just don't. But one one day at a time, Leah. One day at a time. And like we said, we're all in it together. Mm-hmm. We're a family here at PHNX Pack Therapy. We're here for you. Um, we'll be there for you tomorrow night, post-game Rangers at Coyotes as well for our post-game live show, which Pack Therapy, let's just... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that, that Ranger team's a good hockey Woo, team. Man. Yeah, so... We'll look out, and I know there's therapy going on in some of our other beats today. It was a tough day in Arizona sports yesterday. <laughs> Suns so. lost, Cardinals lost. Oh, man. Cardinals lost, man. Oof. I know. I, mean, I, I know. I picked it, obviously, but <gasps> look at Craig from, to fall from the top overall seed to number three seed in the NFC is <sighs> that's a big deal. That's a it big, is a big deal. deal. It is a big deal. And turnovers led that led uh, led to their fall last but, night. You know what? It doesn't matter whether the teams are winning or losing. We're covering it all at PHNX, and we're there for you every step of the way. So be sure that you're subscribed to our YouTube channel so you don't miss any post games or live shows from any of our beats. Hit the bell, subscribe, like, like the videos. It's super helpful. Also, I'm going to start being in the YouTube chat of our live shows at the, like toward the end of the third period. So join me there um, at the end of the game and we can get the conversation started. That's something we want to start trying as well. Um, where you're listening to this, make sure you're liking and subscribing and leave a review, please. Um, it means a lot to us if you do. Um, follow us all on Twitter at Leah Merrill, at S. Peters Hockey, at Craig S. Morgan, at phnx underscore coyotes and phnx sports across all social platforms was there anything that we didn't talk about around the nhl that either of you wanted to touch on before we wrap up if we miss something we'll get to it next time exactly tomorrow night we'll be right back at this in about 24th well 30 hours we'll be do it all over again (laughs) and pd has a cross-country flight between now and (laughs) yeah 10 to 12 hours to get back to watch the coyotes can't wait Paralyzed, baby. Good luck. Yeah, it might just be. Uh, I might do the show from Philly. Oh, we don't do the show from Philly. We'll oh see. man, that would be something else. Well, be sure to join us uh, post game tomorrow. In the meantime, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app with the code PHNX so you can bet on all these games. Make it a little more exciting for yourself. I do. I will say that when having money on the game last night, I was slightly more invested than I would have been and I already was going to be invested. So check that out as well. Our schedule for the rest of the week, uh, post-game show tomorrow night. We'll have actually a live show, just a regular old live show like we did um, toward the beginning um, Thursday at 10 a.m. So tune in for that as well. Join us in the chat there. And then Friday we'll have another post-game show after the Ducks and Coyotes game as well. So that's the schedule for the rest of the week. Until then, we will see everyone tomorrow.